What's up, Broncos country? Welcome back inside the UC Health Training Center for today's edition of Broncos Now. Team reporter and host Sydney Jones here. And coming up on today's episode, the Athletics' Nick Cosmiter joins the show. He'll give insight and analysis surrounding the team as the Broncos look to face the Los Angeles Chargers on Monday night. All that and more coming up. Here at the UC Health Training Center, there was no practice and no media press conferences today as the players had the day off. So for today's episode of Broncos Now, The Athletics, Nick Cosmiter joins me here inside the Broncos podcast studio to give his thoughts on the team. Nick, appreciate you joining me on the show today. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. Yeah, of course. Week six of the season already, kind of hard to believe. We're already in week six. Talking about this Chargers game, Broncos did get the mini buy this weekend because they have the Monday night game following that Thursday game. Were you able to get some time off too, Nick? Yeah, just a little bit. You know, Nathaniel Hackett said that today, that how he finally got to sleep a little bit, yeah. spent a little bit of time with his family. And so I went back and looked at it and we were talking, but it was like five games in 24 days because of just how the schedule worked out. Right. He had kept saying it was a weird schedule. And then you look at it and you're like, wow, they really have compiled a lot of games into a short amount of time. So mm -hmm. I think for a lot of reasons that mini buy, um, you know, hopefully was really productive for that staff. Cause not only did they need that time to recharge coming off of what's been a difficult stretch, for sure. um, but really have that time to kind of evaluate some of the issues that have been slowing this team down a little mm -hmm. bit. Yeah. Well, the team, they said at two and three third in the AFC West, is this kind of where you thought the team would be at in this point of the season, Nick, you know, looking back to the beginning of the season? I think I always thought that there were going to be some, um, you know, some stumbles out of the blocks early. Yeah. I, I think with how much was new, uh, both in terms of a first-time head coach who, um, you know, hadn't called plays since 2018. Mm -hmm. He was moving into that role as well as uh, being a head coach for the first time. Russell Wilson playing the first 10 years of his career in one place, coming in new. So I do think that there was um, – it would have been naive to not think there was going to be some struggles. Did I think it would be to this extent? No, uh, particularly because uh, of the red zone. You know, Nathaniel Hackett's time in Green Bay, Packers were very good in that area of the field. Russell Wilson, historically in his career, has been very good in that area of the field. Um, so that struggle, I think, has been the most alarming thing so far. Nick, I know you asked Coach Hackett on Tuesday about the offense's efficiency, specifically in the red zone. What did he say? What was his answer to you? Yeah, he, he talked about how a big issue for the Broncos kind of in all parts of the field, but the red zone in particular has been this sort of rash of negative plays. And, and these are happening early um, on downs. You know, the, the Broncos, that uh, they have a high explosive play rate, right? They're still showing that ability to strike down the field, both right. in the passing game and in, and in the running game. Some of what we saw late against the Colts. The problem is they are too often chasing these, um, you know, third and forevers. They have the most third and longs faced of any team in the league because mm -hmm. on first down, it's either, you know, maybe a zero or negative yard rush. Perhaps it's a penalty. Um, you know, w Wilson, for whatever reason, has struggled a little bit on first downs from a completion standpoint. So yeah. they're just creating themselves these situations um, that are hard to overcome. And so I think when Nathaniel Hackett talked about it, he said, we have to find um, some simplifying of, of plays that will work in those situations so that we're not constantly putting ourselves in these bad sort of scenarios. Nick, I read your piece on the Broncos offensive playmakers a little bit earlier this week. As we know, you know, Cortland Sutton, he's been the most consistent guy on this offense. He's been the number one guy. He already has, I think, 417 yards on the season already. Who else really needs to step up in these coming weeks to give Cortland a break and 
just get some other guys out there. Yeah, I think that's part of it is that they they have to just find something that they can hang their hat on besides Cortland Sutton. Yeah. And part of this is when an offense is is struggling, um, you're not really going to find anybody that's playing at a consistent level. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and Cortland, as you mentioned, and he has been that exception. Um, so, so they have to do something. And, and maybe, again, simplifying some of these things in the playbook, finding the things that really work to, that they know, hey, maybe maybe this can get us Jerry Judy open frequently. Maybe we can keep going to this and get right. more involved. Um, you know, maybe find ways to create these big shots for KJ Hamler down the field. Uh, those are, th- I think, the things that they need to be able to do. I, I think, obviously, Jerry Judy, we know his playmaking ability. You saw it late in the game against the Colts. They just have to, I think, get him involved earlier in games to kind of create some of that momentum. Well, Nick, we've heard time and time again from Coach Hackett just how much they need to get this run game going. And obviously, with Javante Williams being out, that definitely hurts it. But, you know, Latavius Murray, he's been here for just over a week now. How do you expect him to kind of get in this rotation with Melvin Gordon and Mike Boone moving forward? Yeah, what a whirlwind for him. Yeah. Uh, you know, Latavius <laughs> oh Murray playing in a game in London for the Saints has a, has a really good game. Um, and then, you know, just a couple days later, he's, he's flying out here to Denver. There was some early thought that maybe he'd be able to play in that Thursday game, but that Mm -hmm. was just, I think too big of an ask, obviously. Um, but has had a little bit of time now to, um, you know, get himself into the playbook, um, you know, meet with, with the coaching staff, meet with the other players on the team, meet with Russell Wilson, all those sort of things to kind of help expedite his process. And he's a veteran guy. He's, he's played in different spots. He's, he's been in this situation before. So I, I think having now had this time, it helped them. Like we said, the mini bye week there's, there's a prime example of somebody that that probably really helped. For sure. Um, but he's going to need to be, I, I think a pretty extensive part of what they do going forward. Melvin Gordon, obviously um, had the fumbling issues earlier, didn't fumble in the loss to the Colts. And, mm-hmm. and there were times where I thought he played pretty well, but you, as Nathaniel Hackett said today, and as that they've already seen, the injuries unfortunately are going to happen at that position. He's going to have to step in pretty quickly and be a big part of what they're trying to do because you're right. They haven't been able to run the ball the way they want to, and that has, um, I guess, dampened their ability to really thrive and play action, which is what this sure. offense is based on. Yeah. You mentioned Latavius coming from London straight to Denver. I wonder how many players have gone to London twice in yeah. a season because we're heading there in two weeks. I know it's, it's going to be crazy. I'm, I'm eager to ask him that. I mean, I'm sure he wasn't even thinking about London yeah. last week, but um, you know, and he scored a touchdown. So perhaps he could be, you know, certainly I would think would become the first guy to play with two different teams in London, score touchdowns in both games. So right. you know, something for him to look for. <laughs> Definitely. Well, Nick, you mentioned some of the injuries. This team has really been hit by the injury bug this season. You know, earlier this week we saw tackle Garrett Bowles, cornerback Ronald Darby and long snapper, Jacob Bobinmoyer. They all went on injured reserve and that was a week following, you know, Javante Williams, Randy Gregory losing them. This team still has 12 more games left. Like, how, how do they move forward when they've lost so many key starters? Yeah, and, and the, the the tough part is it's not just guys who are going on IR. It's a lot of season-ending injuries. Right. And, and you mentioned it, three three key pieces within the last two games in bowls, Javante Williams and Ronald Darby, who are now lost for the season. That's a difficult thing to to overcome. And I think, I think it's frustrating because, you know, Nathaniel Hackett had the right idea, at least in terms of, Hey, we, we want to try to keep this team as fresh and healthy as possible. There is an element of, um, there are certain things that are just never going to be within your control in terms of how guys right. get injured. But I think certainly frustrating that, you know, they, they applied that plan in hopes that they could avoid some of this, but, but they haven't unfortunately been able to do that. Um, you know, now it's just a matter of moving these pieces around. I thought Ronald Darby was playing really well. You know, he's a guy that had mm-hmm. dealt with some injury issues, but was, I thought you didn't hear his name a lot. And usually for a corner, that's, that's a good sign. Yeah. 
So he's playing well. So Damari Mathis um, is going to be have to be a guy that steps up a, a lot. He, he's got a lot of run in the game against the Colts. Um, you know, I think they're high on his talent, but he's going to have to kind of learn quickly. Michael Ojemudia is one of the guys that should be coming soon back off IR, has some experience. So it's going to be kind of incumbent upon the, the guys that they put in there because now we know offenses – well, why are we going to mess with Pat Sertan when we know what he right. can do to us when <laughs> let's try to test some of these new guys? So it's going to be an opportunity there for for somebody to have to really kind of step up. Yeah, well, looking at this defense you know, as a whole, they've just been so dominant this season. But I want to talk about the pass rush. Bradley Chubb has looked better than ever. I mean, he already has five and a half sacks on this season. I feel like each week he steps it up a little bit. And, um, you know, with Randy Gregory going out, I thought Baron Browning and, you know, Nick Bonito came in and, and really impacted the defense too. What have you really liked from that group? Yeah, I think, I think the pass rush for this team has, has probably been by far the most impressive like unit on this team because it, it has been so consistent every single week. It seems they've been able to get after the quarterback. And to your point, Pat Sertan said today, like they, we all heard it around training camp. They, they knew that last year was an anomaly for Bradley Chubb. Right. Um, it was a frustrating year, only played in seven games, never recorded a sack. To your point, already has five and a half this year. They teammates saw that coming, but I think what has impressed them the most, you know, like Pastor Tan said, was each mm -hmm. week it seems like he's elevating the bar, like he's doing right. he's doing even more. Um, and that, you know, that that's really great to see with all that he's kind of gone through the last couple of years, how badly he wanted to kind of be that guy for this team. And so right. far, he absolutely has. And then Baron Browning, I remember Randy Gregory said after the Houston game, it kind of made you pause. He said he's the closest thing to Vaughn-like that we have in terms of some of right. his physical attributes. And you saw it, Sydney, the way that he he gets off the ball in a hurry. He mm -hmm. is he is hard to handle. Wick. You know, he'll he'll like Vaughn did. You'll risk the occasional you know offsides penalty if it means most of the time you're going to give yourself a really chance to to get off quickly. So for for him, that was his first kind of real start. I, I didn't, don't think he went down as a start, but it was a start because he was out there mm -hmm. most frequently alongside Chubb and a sack and a half and just constant pressure. The future is really bright for him. Definitely is. And he just looks like he's having so much fun out there. Yeah, Baron, I love his celebrations. <laughs> yeah, he, he's like Baron. Baron's great. He's one of those guys that you, you know, you, you just look at. And he seems very like intimidating. And then you start talking. No, he's yeah, like nicest, you know, teddy bear kind of guy. So right. it's, it's cool to see for him. Well, last one here for you, Nick. You know, another division game this weekend, Monday night in Los Angeles. How important is a win for this team right now as they look to get back on track? Yeah, for 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 a ton of reasons. I think one is to kind of just, you know, th this team feels like it's close. As, as ugly as things looked yeah. on Thursday and in parts of the Raiders game, you know, they went back and watched it and saw, I think, a lot of things where they said, we're not that far away. And so if you can kind of put it all together and show that maybe some of this simplifying that you're doing is able to create a more efficient operation, you know, less third and longs, all those kind of things. Right. Then you can feel good about where you're going offensively. And then just from a record standpoint, if you can get this win against the Chargers with games then against, you know, the Jets and Jag Jaguars in London, games you think you can win, uh, mm -hmm. give yourself a chance to win, it is still very early in this season to where if you can go to L.A. on a Monday night and get a win, you can feel good about what you can still accomplish um, so sure. it, so it's huge for that for that reason. Um, it's very things are very stacked not only in the AFC West but in the AFC in general. Definitely, no team is out of it. Um, and, and if they were able to win, they'd they'd feel good about their position going forward. Well, a lot to look out for this week, Nick. Appreciate your time and your insight today. Thanks for joining me. Thanks a lot for having me. Well, that's all the time we have for today's episode of Broncos Now. Broncos Country, thanks so much for tuning in. I hope you'll meet me right back here on the Broncos Podcast Network and YouTube tomorrow for another episode as the team is back at practice. I'll see you all then.